The views expressed on the Big Shiny podcast do not express the views of Big Shiny Robot as a whole, its subsidiaries, or its sponsors. And the Big Shiny podcast contains coarse language like penis butt. (laughs) (laughs) Listener discretion is advised. Hey man, I'm Kevin Smith. Jason Muse. Welcome to Big Shiny Robot. Podcast episode number thirty-seven. Yeah, because last one was thirty-six. Thirty-one. 30 Late thirties. Doesn't matter. Yeah, after it's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. It's, 30, it's thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven dicks. Yep. It's almost over the hill. We're, we're getting there. You guys are so young. No, like we're not. No, we're not. We started uh, recounting. We, a couple we times. Uh, rebooted. Oh. This is uh, this we've is been our doing sixth this for year. Like four, oh, six okay. years? I was going to say four. No, our five-year anniversary was in October. We figured this out a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. we've been doing this for six years. This is our sixth year. We've been doing it for four years. You're the newbie. We are the newbie. Yeah. So stop talking shit. Yeah. Talk, shake it, hit yo. Well, we might as well. I'm not gonna hit you. Introduce Daniel <laughs> first. This got violent. He quick. might throw his keys at most. <laughs> From the Hello Sweetie podcast, <laughs> our guest once again for this week. You you've been on the podcast a lot the last couple months. I sure have. Because you were on the the Modigogo podcast. Yeah, I've been on. This is my fourth episode with you guys. Slinging Jesus. cast. You slinging cast. Wow. Danielle from the Hello Sweetie podcast. Scissortron. No wait. Scissor Scissorbot. I like Scissortron. I like Scissortron. Scissortron. Yeah. It could be a techno group. Come to the Tron. Danielle. Scissortron. Yeah, I will take a Tron. All right. Scissortron. All right. Sitting next to her, running this whole clusterfuck, is Tom, also known as Zombietron. I'm watching the King's Quest trailer, and I'm fucking stoked! I don't even know what We're King's not going to talk is. about that tonight. No, I'm going to play it. And next to him is Kylie, also known as Badgetron. How's it going? And Lucas, Killtaculatron, co-founder of BigShinyRobot.com. You've been off your game. I know. Yeah, like, know. what's, what's going on? You have stuff written down. It's like if Jimmy's not here, like, he's not the, like, he can't feed off of it. <laughs> yeah, because no matter what you say, Jimmy thinks you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Dead silence. For obvious reasons, right? <laughs> and I am Tyson, also known as R Spot. And this week we are talking about video games. Tom, stop watching the fucking King's Quest because no one knows what that. I will stop game is. when I am good and fucking ready. Tom, what's on our agenda for video? Oh games? Oh my god, so much stuff. Um, this is, hey, this is our. Uh, we're gonna last, talk last. This is the last big shiny podcast episode yeah. for video games. So can I reveal Thomas, what we're gonna be doing? Yeah. Is that cool? Tom's so, happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's a good thing though. So I've been doing. I've been moonlighting on a podcast that um, Lance and I created called Entertainment Is Dead. I've been on it. Um, Tyson's been on it. <laughs> Lucas. I've heard about it. Not yet. You've heard about yeah! it. Yeah. Actually, I would love to have you on it, <laughs> yeah. Danielle. Consider Aww. yourself invited anytime. Oh, thank um, you. But anyway, don't so go. don't do it. Don't do it. Dude, so, no, we have fucking awesome. Oh yeah, dude, go watch this trailer. This is going to be so good. So um, anyway, so that's really where I've been getting a lot of my video game stuff going, just because you know we talk video games here, but this is a little more hardcore. Um, so recently we hardcore what? Just a lot more, awesome. in, a lot more industry yeah. stuff, a lot more specific news items. Stuff in the know. Yeah, stuff in the know, and it's more timely because we're doing it. We, we're recording it weekly on the spot. Um, so, with that, we have recently signed a sort of gentleman's agreement with Big Shiny Robot, where we are kind of merging, Yeah, in a way. So, entertainment I think is it's dead more is. like we bought your asses out. Mm, well, entertainment is yeah. dead is like, we'll be approached more of like a show, and we're an umbrella, because yeah. as we're trying to build community, it'll be similar. What the fuck are you doing? You're like pulling like anyway, out of your purse. So, <laughs> I had to put my hand cream. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, just so, carry on. Carry on. 
So basically, um, starting January, the fourth episode of the Big Shiny Podcast every month will be Entertainment is Dead, and it'll be video games. And we will be mixing some of the Entertainment is Dead folks, some of the Big Shiny Robot folk. And I'll be gonna, on it. Tyson will probably be on it, yeah. And we're going to bring just a really, really, really heavy-duty gaming-centric podcast recapping the month, talking about huge news items, and doing it that way. And it'll also, I believe, be broadcast live on Twitch, so if you want to come participate and chat with us while we do it. Just remember that you have to, like, wear clothes when you're on Twitch. Yes, you, you don't do. have to do Oh, that. my God. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah, you do. You do. do. They have a new so rule. Remember oh, wow. that, so do you guys remember, did I send you guys the Casey Tron video about the girl with, that. like, her tits hanging out, playing a game, and being stupid? Well, like... I don't anyway, I missed this because she's an idiot. And so, at the end of this, and it's not because she's female. She's making us look bad. She is. She is making female gamers yeah, look she's bad. She's making you females look bad. Tom. Yeah, she really is. Us, us people with tits. She's just look making terrible. us and so, look good, but also bad. Right. Well, and she says terrible things like, "I'm going to cosplay as Zelda with my green hat and my sword," and like any gamer knows that his what name is fuck? fucking Link. I mean, it's just bad. But anyway, she's doing it just to piss you off. She is. She is. So yeah, she's, she's a troll. So, a giant troll. So anyway, after they put those so rules into troll. effect, they put. Uh, essentially Twitch put a dress code and they were like if we can see a ton of skin we're gonna block your channel Mm -hmm. and so she did a stream and it was like I'm a girl gamer who does not want attention and she's wearing like a fucking turtleneck and like bitching about it so good for them honestly good for Twitch I'm really I'm actually excited they did this but you don't have to wear pants as long as nobody sees it (laughs) which is true you just have to wear a shirt there's a very good there's a very good possibility that many of the entertainment has said cast I am not wearing pants so it's just how it is but so anyway so we'll be doing it live via Twitch twitch.tv slash entertainment is dead um I believe are we gonna do it live I think we might try it live and see how it goes. We'll do some experimenting. Yeah. But then the show will go to YouTube um, the weekly, and then it'll also go to the Big Shiny Robot podcast feed. And if you want to catch up on kind of what we've been talking about, uh, we will be posting the episode every Thursday morning. Um, and it also hits Stitcher and um, iTunes immediately after we're done broadcasting. Well, so. A lot of your crew does streaming currently on Twitch. Yes, and so a lot of... want to follow, like, and we're actually, playing Destiny or... Yeah, a lot of that. Lance playing Resident Evil... Or Resident I Evil think we're going to try to stream... The new raid. Whenever the first night yeah. we do that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we'll be week. we'll be moving a lot of that content there. Um, I think currently the plan is twitch.tv slash big shiny robot will probably go away. And it will all mm. convert to twitch.tv slash entertainment is dead. We'll handle all of that type of stuff and we'll keep moving it forward. So it's gonna be fun, it's gonna be exciting. Um, that will kind of be the video gamey side of it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a happy, loving partnership. So you said this is gonna be the fourth episode. What's now gonna take the third episode spot? We have not Up planned. for debate, I suppose. Yeah, we're gonna work know. on that. Nice. There's just a good possibility that it may be from the, uh, I have just, just the tip. <laughs> I just discovered Pornhub. I'm behind the times. We could dedicate oh, an hour to that. Whoa, we could do a sloppy sloppy ass, big sloppy asses senior over here. You just yeah, barely big wet asses. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so big like, wet asses. You just barely discovered porno. There are memes, about? internet memes built around. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not a like, secret. They planted a tree Jimmy, for every Jimmy video has of you. The logo in his photo thing and like puts it on other pictures and sends them. Like, a, how it's are you basically just Jimmy's like maiden name. You know what I'm old. Pornhub is, right? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> next time you're next time, is you know, I know a red tube like, like, is. Yeah, you yeah. porn. Do you know what? You really don't know what red tube is and you porn? Oh my dear God. It's YouTube, but porn. It's like amateur submitting stuff. Where, have you been on like Kazaa or some shit? What are you downloading you don't your porn with? You want to see it all, though. 
Do he you, doesn't just download it. He pays for it. Yeah, yeah, man. You, you don't pay for it, right? No, it's God, no. It don't steal it. Don't keep that shit on your hard drive. <laughs> God knows what's on those files. You gotta go incognito. There you go. <laughs> Advice you know, from Daniel. You know a lot about this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Am I Jimmy so, enough yet? <laughs> so, so, here's, uh, so here's the thing. If it was Jimmy, he would have been talking about how he showed Shanna's yeah. searches. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna share a little fact with you guys that we've discovered during Entertainment is dead. Uh-oh. And then we'll move on to the video game stuff. So we have a contributor named Mandy. Oh god. Mandy is an amazing young lady. We all love her. She's awesome. She is also a fan favorite. And what I mean by that is literally if I set the thumbnail image on YouTube to any of us, we get hits. If I set it to Mandy, we get 100% more views, guaranteed. What I'm saying is, Daniel, you being here has probably tripled our viewership. So thanks. Huzzah! Huzzah! <laughs> and then when they hear that you you understand what porn is, it's probably going to like quadruple it. So <laughs> I, you're I, welcome, I world. apologize for the creepy Twitter stuff that's about to happen to you because oh, of our fuck. podcast. Well, it's kind of embarrassing that she shows up and schools you on pornography. Right. That's, that's, that's all. It's kind of hot. I always thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you were the guy for that. Like I call you for advice. I used to torrent stuff, mm, but I've no. I've been busted twice by my internet service Dude, provider. You got to turn so. off your uploads. No uploads with the torrents. I don't. No, I don't upload stuff. You don't think you do? We got to make you're, sure. Oh, okay. Do you seed stuff? Because yeah, you have to immediately you guys, <laughs> This is what the third podcast could be this about. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't watch porn. Get away with it. Geek and TV movie news, comics and collectibles, porn. Tom and I have been talking to the Fight for Comics guys, and we were saying there's so much porn that comes out, we should just review it on one episode. Yeah, that would be it's fun. It's true. But then I feel Rebecca like can help us. I was going to say, we're um, encroaching in Rebecca's territory because she's. Rebucky uh, Barnes or. And, and, Rebucky, uh, and, Rebucky Frost. Uh, Rebucky, Rebucky Frost. Frost. And, and um, KMC. KMC, Kathleen. Cause we could Skype them. Her, her, did anybody look at her review notes of the X Men porn parody, by the way? <laughs> Pretty great. They, she posted a picture of them. I was in tears. Like, her first Kathleen line is like, yeah. it was Kathleen. Yeah. And her yeah. first line was like, anal this early? Question mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and the best part about <laughs> Kathleen's review is she has no, like, next to no interest in pornography. Nothing against pornography. But she, she has no care. interest in it. So yeah. she's like, well, this is interesting. It's so matter of fact. <laughs> Great character <laughs> development. Weird. And she talks scene. about how the girl that plays um, Kitty Pride like, steals the entire scene. And, oh, man, it's, it's funny. Well, reviews. Rebecca's review of the Doctor Who porn parody. That was funny. Like, apparently... Whoever made that movie knew a lot about Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Bob's Burgers one that's yeah. possibly. Yeah, she was live you. texting me the Bob's Burgers stuff. So much spitting. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird. Why is there so much why is there so much spitting in the Bob's Burger portion? Have you watched Bob's Burgers? Like yeah, I don't think I don't those two like each other. Yeah, no. Still I don't think it's the dislikes. I don't think it's that kind of spitting, yeah. buddy. Oh. You know, I, I would watch that porn parody if H. John Benjamin does the voiceover <laughs> yeah. for Bob. Even if it was like a bad lip sync. Yeah, <laughs> just a shit lip sync. As long as he's the voice of Bob, I'm in. Oh. So, so, moving on. Uh, so, anyway, games, so, so this long roundabout way of talking about some video game stuff and some podcasts and porn, um, all of your... Uh, Video gaming podcast, big shiny robot stuff can now be found. It'll still be on our feed. It'll still, it'll be, still on be on our feed. feed. You don't have to go anywhere else. Um, but Tom's kind of offshoot little brother mm-hmm. of big shiny robot, mm-hmm. known as Entertainment is Dead, will be handling that. And if you want a weekly dose of video gaming, we're on Stitcher, we're on um, YouTube, and we're yep. on iTunes as Entertainment. Is and Dead. I plan on crashing it as much as humanly possible. Yeah, it's so. a lot of fun, and it's it's a cool show. We talk about whatever we want. We interact with viewers a lot. If you have questions, hit and us our up. booth babe Chuck. 
Chuck he, is on there. Yep, he's on there. So. It's actually in the YouTube channel. It's mainly just his forehead because he always like sets his camera. Yeah, like, I noticed that. Got a weird link. <laughs> I sit in that chair right there, and then just like set up my iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> and then I move little Lego figures into view sure. every once in a while. Aww. We've got we've got a lot coming. There's going to be a lot of really cool changes, new website, a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, it's going to be fun. But the big shiny fun. podcast is not going anywhere. Nope, we're just and we're going to have more guests next we're year. We're just adding porn to. We're it. just yeah. adding porn and a separate video I, game thing. And I'm sure this won't be the last time you hear from Danielle or Rebecca right. from the Big Shiny, or the, for, sorry, the, the Hello, Hello Sweetie, Sweetie podcast. Or probably RedTube, because I mentioned next month, guys will be like, hey guys, oh RedTube reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there is some have, weird shit on that website. Have you seen like the comment section and like when people use the comment section to like put on other things? Like there on was, RedTube? Um, <laughs> well, either RedTube or um, the Porn tube, like both sites have comment sections. Yeah, they do have comment sections, and they're hilarious. There was I um, never get to the comments. There was, a, there was um there were Valentines with you porn um you could send comments, like a- and then there was um they had like movie posters, and then they had like taglines from the you porn. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. Uh, awesome. So top notch. Uh, my weekend is officially scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> Finding you porn comments. From other social network to join. Yep. Um, uh, so yeah, let's talk video games. Can we, can we lead off with Destiny? Oh yeah, if you want to talk about the Destiny raid? I still haven't done it. Let's go for it. Well, Lucas, we're talking about Destiny. Put your, put your oh beard down. Oh my god. Was I going to spit it out? <laughs> Did you buy Destiny for 35 bucks? Nah. Yeah. I passed. I, I was thinking about it afterwards with how much you've said you hate first person shooters. I should have told you not to buy it. Yeah. But I'm really good at them. Yeah, but you hate them, so you shouldn't yeah, buy this one. There's nothing with no, the, the, There's, there's no story. The, there's no story like. to the keep thing them that, got, that made me not want to buy it is the getting online, the multiplayer. Uh, thing. You always have to be attached. Well, and there's, there's, yeah, and there's PlayStation Plus specific raids. You have to have Plus to do certain missions. Like, yeah, well, fuck that. Yeah. It's not a Kylie thing. Anyway. Anyway, so Lucas and I and, and Chris, Senator Cooch... <laughs> a lot of genitalia names. There's a lot of genitalia names in this group, especially the ones that don't participate in anything. Yeah, and it, you know, I never really realize it until we have like a female guest on our show, which <laughs> has now been twice. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, we finally got around to doing the Vault of Glass raid on Destiny. For those that don't know, they recommend your level twenty-eight, and the yes. cap is thirty. So this is like senior level destiny stuff so we finally got there and uh some of chris's co-workers were kind enough to drag our asses through it the first time and now we've been raiding with them pretty like at, at least weekly i'd say it's yeah trying to, to get it once a week yeah once a week with uh this group of guys um led by <laughs> our our hero castro uh, <laughs> um it's uh it's interesting. It's fun. It feels different than the rest of Destiny yeah, in a, a very good way. It's an MMO raid. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's well, and it's fun. As, since we didn't go through it the first time, we didn't have to go through the pressures, but they, you get dropped into the section of the game, and there's no hints or anything. It's just, go for it. And so yeah. you have to figure out these three sections you have to defend for X amount of time to open this door. And then when you get to this section, you have to sneak past these guys because they're an instant kill. But there's no prompts on the screen. And it's not as... Uh, predictable or shitty is most of the rest of the missions in the game. Right. Where it's defend this point for 20 minutes or go do this mm-hmm. thing and fight this giant boss. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, the first night we did it, we didn't beat it. We that was got, stressful. We got all the way to the final boss. It took us, what, five hours? 
It was longer than that because we started it. We started like eight or nine, and I remember getting off at like two. Yeah, two. So we got to the final boss, and we kept grinding through the final boss, and we just couldn't find our rhythm to beat the final boss. And I'm sure the people who have like, um, like been through it before probably were like, are like scoffing, but you know, we we'd never well, been through it before. There was we, four of us that were noobs on it. Yeah, there was four out of the six of us that that were completely new to the the vault of glass. So we kept going and kept going, and finally, like at two o'clock in the morning, we just said, "All right, like we we got to stop." And unfortunately, normally, had it been any other day of the week, it would have saved our progress, and we could have come back to it and, and tried some more. But well, it resets every night. Tuesday, and we were doing this on a Monday night, so it was one and done. And then after that. Since then, we beat it. We've become pretty efficient at it, and it's it's been quite fun. Um, I'm actually pretty mm-hmm. nervous because the new raid is coming out on Tuesday. Yeah, uh, this next coming week. Tuesday, and then uh, two Tuesdays ago. Yep, and uh, one of the uh, folks from Entertainment is dead. His you know Chuck and I think Steve? Steven. Steve, they're gonna do it. On they Tuesday. want us to join them. Me and, and me and Luke are gonna try to join them and it right do away. it. And it's like do a live stream of it. You know, when we did the Vaults of Glass, you know, we had someone who experienced in the raid do it with we had us. A tour so, guide. Yeah, so he knew what to do and inst- was able to bark out directions. We're going to this motherfucker blind. We're not gonna have a clue See, and, what to do. And I'm yeah. torn if I even want to buy the expansion. Like, I don't know if I'm dedicated enough to Destiny to spend the what thirty-five. Level are you? Uh, 24, 25? Yeah, don't buy it. Well, but the thing is, like, I know they've patched it now where I could probably hit 30 in three days, right? Because no, no. it'd still take a while. It's still super You grindy. need raid gear. Hmm. You need raid gear to get See, I just, I don't think I'm committed to it. Like, I liked it. It was fun. I played through some stuff. I still think it's a six in my book, but the, the gameplay itself is a lot of fun. Like, the, yeah. the AI is smart. It's fun to shoot. It's fun to go shoot yeah. and kill things. And it's fun to do that with your friends. See, and Tyson and, think, and Chris are still playing, so I'm still playing. See, I think when I buy my Xbox One in the next eight days, I may then go all in and buy, rebuy it for fucking Xbox One with the expansions and play. I thought games. you weren't going to buy it. I, I can't decide. Like the thing is, is I don't want to buy this expansion for the PS4 because the only person there's a couple people I play with on PS4, but our schedules are so variably different. The only person I could really play with on Destiny would be Esteban. Right. And he's way ahead of me. I mean, he's. I think he's thirty. He's raiding. Well, and that's if not that you want to, but you know, like my brother's getting one now, and he's starting a new account. I'm going to start a new account to level up with him. Same here. And yeah. you've got a nice regular nine to five job now that yeah. you could probably join us and roll it. But I may have to decide. I've got. I enjoy the game. My I, game backlog is pretty. So deep, the so. the challenge of the raid is this: uh, that you don't understand these things, and like Tyson said, you have to learn them as you go. And so we had a tour guide. To give a little perspective for that, the final boss in the raid, you're fighting this monster guy, and when you show up, um, just his boss fight I'll talk about, there's six of you playing, at random, three of you get picked to get sent into one of two areas, either a desert or a jungle, and you have to pick up a relic, three of you, one of you has to pick up the relic, and then all of you are slowly dying, and that guy has to cleanse everybody. And then these little oracles pop up, these lights, that the other two guys have to shoot and kill in a timely manner, or everybody dies. And then they have to get to the end, go through the portal, come back, and at that moment, you can start shooting the boss. And then it happens again. And on a good raid, you can get through four now, or five portal trips. That's that's only part of it. So he randomly sends three people to one of these two random portals, right? That's true. The portals can only be open from the outside. 
So the three guys who are still in the room with the big boss are fighting off some minions and they have to, the the team who got transported to the inside, they have to call out, are we at Mars or Venus or desert or jungle, whichever, whichever you call it. And you have to run to the proper portal, stand on this platform to open it up and then still fight off these guys and to get to let the the team that got transported through. So it's so a if anybody, ton of teamwork. And yeah, if anybody awesome. dies, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. So if somebody dies in the portal, if they don't pick up their relic fast enough, if they don't cleanse fast enough, you're all fucked. Is there a certain amount of people that uh, you need for this? Can you have as many as you six. want? Or It's the limit it's six, the limit but six? it's recommended. Because if you have less than six, three guys get teleported in. Let me yeah. just put it this way. We tried to do just the first part with five people, and we couldn't do it. Hmm. Like, because we were waiting on a sixth man. He had just left work. So we're like, well, let's just try to get through the first part with just the five of us. It's not terribly difficult. And we kept trying and kept trying and kept trying when he finally got home and logged on. And then we beat it immediately. So it one person can make a difference. So that's pretty much it for the Destiny stuff. Raid's fun. Looking forward to the new one. Looking forward to the expansion pack. Did make some good changes I've already to bought it. patches. I'm looking forward to it. The game just gets... I, I, I do agree with Lucas um, in that a lot of changes that they've made, it does sometimes feel like two steps forward, one step back. But I think looking at it as a whole from day one launch destiny to now, the game is far and away better than what it was. So I would agree with that. Um, did you want to talk about Smash Brothers? Yeah. Has I anybody mean, else played that yet? I didn't buy it. I don't have a Wii U. I didn't. I, I was thinking about buying a Wii U for to play Smash Brothers. You hate that game. I, and, well, that's the thing. Is that yeah, Tom, you every, really fucking. And, well, that's that the thing. Game. Is everything they said about Your Yoshi sucks. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> and everything they said about the new Smash Brothers, you know, made me think. Okay, I'm gonna like this game. So I actually bought it on 3DS on launch day. And I played Mega Man for probably a week, and it just, I can't do it, man. That is not my game. It's awful, because yeah. it's not its not a button smashers mm-hmm. game. Really? Well, there's not, I would disagree with that. But really, like, every single time, and, like, Rebecca's not very good at games either, but... Um, she said she was a no, gamer the other... She said she was beginning to be a she's gamer. Becoming she's becoming like, one. She's like, I'm a gamer, bro. No, see, like... <laughs> I love her so much, but like a year ago, if you brought up video games, I do too, but I don't want her gamer tag. I want Andrew's gamer tag. I know. Fried pickles. Fried pickles. Mm. I'll go with you to get fried pickles. No, me and Andrew only. Oh. (laughs) Boys only. Mm, Dicks. This podcast was that. Literally. (laughs) Literal penises. Um, But anyways, um, we played injustice when it came out with a big group of friends and stuff and i think that was one of the first times that i really saw rebecca play video games and that was when injustice came out so that's been like, like a, two over years. two years yeah has it been that long yeah I guess yeah so. yeah that's because it was just before i moved to oregon wow. so yeah it's been two years so um and she was actually really good at that and i was just like all you have to do is just mash the buttons and then she just recently played super smash brothers and she's like i hate this game like i don't understand it it's like that's because it's There's- not so I, the reason I would argue that it's not a button masher is I played it with my nephew who's four, and he was kicking the shit out of everybody, and he was not trying. <laughs> okay, yeah. then maybe you have to be a child for it's, it to work because every time I've tried to like button mash, it's I think di- pretty much you just have to not be Tom. Well, the <laughs> difficult. Well, Daniel's <laughs> not Tom. I'm not or Tom. Or Danielle. It, it depends who you're playing with too. Yeah. 
Because if you're playing with people that kind of know the ropes, oh, yeah. then you can't get away yeah. with the That's button true. mashing as much. And the, and the mechanics are so invariably different from a standard fighting game. And Nintendo has said multiple times it's not a fighting game. Well, to their defense, it's it's, it's not. really not because mm-hmm. it got Melee got picked up. the That was the GameCube one, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was the one that got picked up, and they did the tournaments around it. But Nintendo never built that to be a tournament fighter. No, and I mean, they, and to do the tournaments around it, there they they have to have very specific rulings. Like there's it's three they stops. Get rid of the icons. And um, all that. Yeah, they get rid of items. They change a lot of that stuff. And I, it's it's a good game. It is, is not a bad is, game. It's not for me. Is this new Smash Brothers going to take the place of Melee for the? They're talking. They're, they're talking hoping about it. Will. it yeah. Was that the inten- is that the intent? So it is. Yeah, and that's why they released the GameCube adapter and the controller. And that's the reviews I've read and the experiences I've had. They've straddled it being a casual gamer's game or it could be someone that really wants to get into it and do a professional game. And I would agree with that because I, I would think I'm somewhere in the middle. I would agree probably you and Chris and some of the others that we've played. It, if you want to get really good at it, you can. But if you're not that great, you can kind of hop in and play. Um, but I don't have to. we don't have to get into the dynamics of it talk too much. Talk about the Amiibos. That's, I want to talk about the I'm Amiibos. About because I, honestly, I don't have a Wii U, and I still want to go out and buy the first run because they're just gorgeous statues. They are. So. They're beautiful. They're, I mm-hmm. um, just saw them when I went to go buy my little sister a uh, Disney Infinity figure sure. and stuff, and I was like, what the hell? I was kind awesome. of. They are. They're really cool looking, but at the same time, it's like, what are you doing, Smash Brothers? Like, well, you want to be. It's, that's well, in that's Nintendo the... in general. I mean, they're going to be. You can use Amiibos. You'll be able to use them in Mario Kart 8. You'll be able to use them in Smash. So you'll be able to use them in. Yeah. Pretty that... much. I, I bet almost everything going forward. Well, that's gotcha. the, the benefit of them that Nintendo said is any first party Nintendo title will have some kind of mm-hmm. interaction with a right. Amiibo. So the Amiibos themselves, like Tom said, they're little figurines. And they're pretty slick for what they are. They're, I think they're like 10 bucks. Uh, they're well-crafted. The paint jobs on them are great. And they're a little bit heavier duty because the base, there's some kind of flash memory built into it. So uh, for Mario Kart, if you hit the Mario uh, Amiibo and you put that on your, your game, uh, what do you call that stupid fucking thing? Platform. No, like the, the handheld device, the screen, oh, okay. the tablet, I guess, as it oh. were. It's on the bottom left. It has a section that is built for Amiibos, and it was planned for this, I guess, ahead of time. So when you're playing Mario Kart, you put the Mario one on it, and you unlock Mario content in the Mario Kart game. If you put Peach on it, you unlock Peach content. Like what kind of content? Nothing major. It's like a suit for your me, just oh, kind okay. of like skins, fun okay. things, but not things that um, could get into the realm of... Uh, where you're affecting your game well, well but where yes, you're blocked you by the content because it wasn't right. available right but at the same time with amiibos especially in smash brothers you do unlock abilities and skills and things for your characters that will sync to your amiibo well yeah so in smash brothers there's challenges like in previous smash games kill these guys in this amount of time do these jumps do the certain challenge and when you complete those you unlock different abilities for uh, either a custom character like a custom mario where you can change your B hit to be a different B attack, or you can change uh, your attack power to be higher, your speed to be higher, different things like that. And those can all be turned off too. Those are You actually kind of have to turn those on if you want to use them. But those abilities, when you have an amiibo in Smash Brothers, I bought the Mario, for instance. You set him up as a character, and you choose his outfit. You can choose from the eight different colors, and then you can put on the different power-ups to make him either faster or slower, change his fighting style, which are things you have to unlock. And then uh, after you've set him up, it's really easy. When you go to start a Smash round, you you just put him on your controller, and he pops up as one of the four players. And he's an AI, and you have to train him like a Tamagotchi almost, but you just fight against him. And so when you fight against him, he slowly levels up, but he learns from you. 
So if there's a certain technique that you tend to use, he'll use that technique, or she, depending on the character. For instance, uh, one video I was watching this guy, when you play the game, if you hit the D-pad at all, it's a taunt, where your character will do something to you know instigate the fight mm-hmm. more. And so anytime this the guy would hit his amiibo off the map, he would run up to the ledge and do a taunt. And his amiibo started doing that to him. So you get to train them 100%. And then if Tom had an amiibo and we were both 12 and thought this was super cool, I could go over to his house and take my amiibo and be like, check this out. My Mario is going to kick your Link's ass. And then they would fight each other. So that's that dynamic of it is but can cool. can you play as that amiibo? No, you're training it. It's its own entity. Oh, okay. And so after the match, it'll ask you to save. You put your thing on, it saves it. And so it's kind of like a Tamagotchi in that way. Um, so it's a cool feature. It's not a feature that I'm going to invest a lot of time into but i could see where kids would really enjoy that and future games like um are supposed to have more content unlocked with the hyrule warriors if you have the link figure it unlocks a bunch more content on that platform so i think they're cool and they're all the same like smash brothers in game the the amiibos are the same of the trophies in the game so it matches with the that whole story the idea of smash brothers is that you know this master hand is taking these figures and making them fight yeah so it's taking that out of the game and now you have the figures on your shelf okay which makes it kind of fun because you can have they're gonna have bowser and mega man and all the different trophies well not all of them but you know the main characters you'll be able to buy those i i liked it quite a bit um but it's not i don't think it's a feature for us is as much for kids right just like smash brothers as a whole i don't think it's it's a, just a fun multiplayer game. I think people tend to take things too seriously with these games. But uh, Captain Toad, that looks like a lot of fun, Tom, that puzzle game. I played it. It's all right. I'm very excited for it. It's kind of like a weird, puzzly, like, wander-around adventure game. I, I got to play it at their, their um, Airstream. It was eight. It was originally it? supposed to be a Legend of Zelda game. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, did you play the new Mario 3D World at all on the no. Wii U? No. No, I don't have a Wii. Okay. I have a 3DS. So the the, the new Mario 3DS is great. In the new Mario world, there were certain challenge levels where you played as Toad, and it was an isometric level with multiple platforms. Fucking Toad. And you ha- you can't jump because he has a backpack and all the shit on it, so you have to right. walk around and avoid things and solve a puzzle. Well, that was popular enough that they turned it into its own half game. Yeah, it's like, you what, down- 15 bucks? It's 40 bucks. bucks. Holy shit. But it's not, it's not a full game, but it's almost a full game. It's well. Think about it this way. You Ninten- know how I feel about Nintendo's pricing structure. So you just keep going. So Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo builds games around gameplay, and so they had this idea of a puzzler like this. And originally, they were going to do it as a Link game. It was a uh, Legend of Zelda with Link because he doesn't jump. But then, through the different production of other games, it got set on the side, and they said, "This is fun, but let's leave it alone for now." And then when Mario was coming about, they said, "Hey, what if we had to be Toad and put him into this?" And we have enough puzzles that we've come up with that we like. Let's take those and make it its own DLC. And that's what this game is. And I'm excited it's, for it. I think it not, looks fun. What From what I played, though, it is not a $40 game. I mean, hmm. strictly speaking, it, it's a cool puzzler. You know, it's got the isometric views. You have to be smart enough to switch views to look around to make sure you get up and down. And there's a little bit of skill involved. There's some neat boss fights. But like $40? Like when I played hmm. it, I was like, yeah, this is like a mini game. Like it's like they took a bunch of Mario Party mini games and strung them together for 
an hour and a half experience. See, I think it's better than um, those mini games because the mini yeah. games you're just button mashing to race each other, whereas it, this has some skill involved. It does. I just I don't think I just don't think it's for me. I think it's uh, th- that game when I played it, like and and, I, and the, the people there, Jetstream, were really cool. And there was a lot of really good Wii U content there. That mm. was probably one of my least favorite things I played at that stream at sure. the stream. Um, but it, it it it's got an audience. I just don't. I don't think it, but but Nintendo's pricing is fucked anyway. Like I feel like their pricing structure and Square Enix's pricing structures are completely blasted. Like Square Enix is like, hey, we just released Final Fantasy VI for the fifteenth time, but it's on your mobile, seventeen dollars. Sure. And I feel like Nintendo does a lot of that. Like, hey, this game, I guarantee you could probably go through Captain Toads in like four hours. You think so? I think so. I think it's a four-hour game. If you're a decent gamer, I think if you want to get 100% completion, you might sit at eight hours. Hmm. I could be wrong. That's my guess. Well, I'm not saying it's going to take longer. I think most party games that you get out now, you get through the campaign in six or eight hours. Yeah. And the I only just, time it's worth the 60 bucks for me or Tyson or someone else is if you mm-hmm. get into the multiplayer. Yeah. Right. And this is something, I mean, we debated a lot, but it's like, I almost feel like they would have been better off pricing it like a digital only 20 bucks. I think that... So. For me, I think it's smart that they're doing it this way because they can throw it up. It's DLC only for forty bucks, and if it sells great, and if it doesn't, they can drop the price. They're not out. Yeah, that's true. You know, physical copies. Yeah. Speaking of twenty to forty bucks, is this a blowjob joke? Uh oh. No, it is not. Three <laughs> D Realms is fucking back, and I am so goddamn excited. Uh oh. And I'm probably the only one at this table really stoked for that. T- Kylie might be. I don't know if you're a PC gamer back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, so so 3D Realms is one of the first conglomerate PC studios. Um, They did some of my favorite PC games as a kid. They did Commander Keen. They did Wolfenstein. Um, They did... I'm listening. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They did a whole bunch. I can't think of all... I mean, I could pull the list of the stuff I've got. They did a whole bunch of other games, but... They're back. Um, they went under, God, 10, 15 years ago. I think 3D Realms, maybe it was 10 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, they threw in the towel. They released like a Heroes of Might and Magic compilation. Was is that 3D Realms? 3D no, Realms it's not the, 3D Realms. They were the Duke Nukem guys, weren't they? Duke Nukem, yes. Sorry, yes. They did Duke Nukem. They did Wolfenstein. They did um, all those like Commander Keen. Jesus. I knocked over a bunch of beer cans. Um, but yeah, so they, they kind of folded. And kind of out of the blue one day, they... they their Twitter account went live and some emails went out to press and they're like, we're fucking back. Hmm. And I was like, what? And then like, if you go to our website right now as a celebration, you can buy the 3d realms anthology for 20 bucks. Um, and I, I should have got the active list of games in front of me, but you get, um, Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem two, um, commander Keen, um, the second, the, so commander Keen had one through three on it. Then you get commander Keen, uh, four through six on the next set. Um, just all these games they had done. And there's probably 20 to 30 games in this compilation pack. And how much is it? Like, uh, it's 40 bucks now. It was on sale for 20 when it first came out. Um, but the crazy thing is, like, you load this thing. I mean, it's tiny, and it runs in DOSBox emulation, and you're <laughs> fucking playing these games again. And they didn't touch them up at all. They didn't do any enhancements. It is literally point for point the 3D Realms games. Um, I did a stream of me playing Commander Keen for, like, an hour and a half. I fucking love that game. Like... This is the type of game for me that reaches back to. So when I was a kid, we would go visit my grandparents. They lived in they live in Sugar City, Idaho. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, it's 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 about it's a fifteen minute drive from Rexburg, where BYU Idaho is, which is slightly less more interesting than fucking Rexburg um, BYU Idaho. The last time my wife and I were in Sugar City, 
we woke up on a Sunday morning. There was not a coffee shop for 35 miles, and my grandma does not have a coffee pot. Like that is what hell is like in this place. <laughs> we our our Saturday night after hanging out with my family is we went to an Applebee's and got drunk and wandered <laughs> Rexburg. Like it is not a fun city, and so you can imagine being a seven year old kid going to grandma's house. Well, my one cousin in Idaho, they have the potato harvest, so they let kids out of school for two weeks, but they all go fucking work the fields. Like this place is crazy. It is upside fucking down. So I'm there on like vacation. Wow. And my cousin's working the goddamn fields, pulling hose around, whatever the fuck he does. So my grandma had a PC in her bedroom running Windows 3.1, and it had Commander Keen, Wolfenstein, and Duke Nukem. Who put so, him on there? Yeah, who put Duke like, Nukem on my, there? One of my older cousins loaded it up while he was down there. So I played, that's what I did when I went to, re- went to see Grandma in Sugar City, is I went to the candy store and bought like $2 worth of penny candy. Which I feel like I'm in the fucking 50s, and then I played goddamn Commander Keen. Like, that's what I did. So, I love those games. So, really cool things. So, they're back, and they are going to be making a new, they're going to make another game. They haven't announced it yet, but they said, you know, keep keep posted. We will be announcing a a new title from 3D Realms. But didn't somebody buy 3D Realms, the guys that finished the Forever game? Wasn't Gearbox? Didn't Gearbox? No, no. Buy Gearbox him? bought Duke Nukem from 3D Realms when they kind of folded and finished oh, that's the game right. for but them. But not the IP. But just they did not buy game. the IP. So 3D Realms fought the IP battle with whoever they needed to, won it back from whatever, and they're back as a studio. I don't know the full story behind hmm. it. Interesting. So 3D Realms is back. They're selling their IP. You can buy their entire catalog. It's like most of their catalog from you know 1990 to 95 or whatever. For uh, it might still be 20 bucks. It was on sale for 20. If you buy it full retail, it's 40 bucks. But really great, all emulated in DOSBox. It's super fun. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. I did a stream of me playing Wolfenstein, which if you've never played the original Wolf, it is the most, like, uncomfortable game. Like, if you think about it at a level of, like, some guy literally drew pixelated portraits of swastikas and Hitler for days to make this game. And it is just so great. It is... I mean, you're you're literally just murdering Nazis. That's you all you're your doing. World War II fetish. Yeah, it's... I, I grew up it's watching the History Anne Channel Frank with my dad, but... Anne Frank was a bitch. But, um... <laughs> it's... it's what a, is as happening? The, as the saying goes. Yes. The, right? It's oh a commonly known thing that she was not a good person. It's the, and so, it's the third week. This yeah. is where things go anyway, downhill fast. But, no, it's... So, great anthology. I mean, I had a blast. I played Duke. I played Wolf. I played Commander Keen. Duke Nukem um, 3D is still one of my all-time favorite oh, games. Oh, God, that game, man. And I, like I remember playing that and mm-hmm. pissing off Tyson's mom. Yeah, and there is yeah. something there is something about Should a game a shooter that, game. that you do not have to aim <laughs> up and down in. Like you ever realize that? In the old shooters, it was left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it oh my god, it's awesome. Um so yeah, great thing. I've been having a blast with it. So yeah, there's no times. Z access. Yep, no Z access. So there you go. Um What else do you want to talk about, Tom? So Hold on, let me see where we're at recording my schedule. Okay, cool. so, since we're talking about nostalgia, I, yeah. I read somewhere, maybe you guys can fill me in if you know anything, they're, uh, they're re-releasing some of these old LucasArts games. They are. Oh, are I they? Love, like the Dig? Like X-Wing and Disney's going to get as much Fighter money as they can. And... They did the TIE Fighter and X-Wing already. Did they? Yeah, I uh, played so the hell out of TIE Fighter. Yeah, how, much, how much was, do you know? How I much, don't remember. Because they just barely dropped those. Yeah, they're on, are they on Steam or where are they at? I can. I don't know because I thought that uh, Brian and those guys, unless it was like a press thing, I thought that Brian and those guys had been playing them. Hmm. Um, I know that Disney's been doing this fucking. They did like a Tie Fighter online thing. You could play through a web browser, and it was the fucking. <laughs> it was god awful. It was so bad, <laughs> like really bad. Uh, um, so I'll, I'll go look real quick. And see I think we should it. talk about this video game they're playing over here. 
That's a 2048. I'm teaching. Uh, it's actually a ripoff of threes. Yeah, I'm teaching right. Danielle He's how threes. to play this game. <laughs> so the guys that made threes, there's this guy named Day Nine. Well, his handle's Day Nine, and his roommate made this game called Threes, and he spent years, years making it, and released it. And then there's these different clone app developers that'll take something like that, rip it off, and then do a little twist on it and make a lot of fucking money. So these guys have made a lot more money than he did. Hmm. Spent threes is adorable. Yeah, but it, this just... is a more. Uh, it's simpler. Yeah, maybe. the learning curve is much shallower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So anyway, moving on. So another game I've been playing is a Space Hulk, Space Hulk, Space Hulk Ascension on PC. Space Hulk Ascension. Yeah. So um, the Marvel variety. It is or? not the Marvel variety. <laughs> so I haven't gotten super far into the story, but it's kind of a tactical turn-based strategy game. So you have like a group a group of units, soldiers, and you get dropped into these space stations and there are these like dead space looking monsters coming at you. So Ooh. they've got like the big hooks and shit, but you control them. It's a top-down isometric view when you're moving around and you have like certain amount of space movement um, and then you have to use like action points and the action points determine what you can do. So for example... You move a unit, you put him into uh, what's called Overwatch. If he's in Overwatch and his aliens come anywhere in his line of sight, he'll shoot him and kill him. If he's not in Overwatch, the aliens can kill him, and the aliens will kill you in one hit. And you'll have specific objectives to hit within these space stations. Hmm. It's okay. Um, I'm not a huge strategy guy, so it's not not my favorite. I love the it's music. It's like a weird tower defense kind of thing. It is, yeah, exactly. And I like, and it's not like a tower defense where things are constantly moving, so the aliens can be hitting, they hidden, they can teleport in. Um, I love the units. I love the look of it. Like they're big, they're big space marines. They look like the space marines off of StarCraft a lot. Mm. And there's a lot of religious undertones to them. Like they talk about the brotherhood a lot and things like that. So I like that. I like the music. I like how dark it is. Like the unitologists. Yeah. I just don't like, I'm not really into the, like, I'm not into the, the actual, the actual gaming system, the the mechanics. It's not really for me. It's cool. It's neat. The one thing I do love is that on the top right, you have like a first person cam from your units so if you see an alien rushing and you can look up at the first person cam and you'll see this thing fucking coming at you and they're blasting it that's pretty cool but how much was this uh i think it's like 15 or 20 bucks on steam was this steam game? um it was review code so i don't remember what i don't know I what's the speaking of steam what's the story on the steam boxes where are those at uh they just kind yeah. of faded off nothing's happened yeah, like nothing you can really i haven't those. looked into i should look up because you can get steam os on a disc right now sure um but it's like in beta um, I don't know. The Steam Boxes thing has kind of fallen off the wayside a little bit. I was just curious um, about that. I haven't heard much. I'm excited, though. You guys heard about Steam game broadcasting, right? Uh, I know and, you were excited about oh it. Oh, my God. So, essentially, if you're <laughs> you in the beta... You Twitch on Steam, right? So, no. So, there's a couple things that make it lame. So, you have to own the game to watch the Steam broadcast, I'm guessing, is what I've been understanding. So, as <laughs> an example, some of the Entertainment is Dead... I was playing Street Fighter with a buddy, and some of the Entertainment is Dead guys, we were just chatting before the show, and I was like, hey jump on Steam because they just announced that you guys have all opted into the beta and watch this play. And they're like, oh, we can't because we don't own the game. Huh. So, like, weird. you have to, like, watch. So, it's almost like they've, they've built, like, an overlay that's, like, a spectator mode into all of their games. Hmm. Does that make sense? So, it's not like huh. I can it's not like I can take a game I'm playing in Steam and push it to Twitch immediately. Right. It's if, if I'm friends with somebody in Steam and they own the game, they can then watch me playing that game. So, what's the benefit of that over your... Like Twitch, I, there's not, and that's that's what's unfortunate because I think the fact that it's all contained within a platform is really cool right now, and I think they can expand on it. I think they should be able to get it to a point where you don't have to own the game, right? But then that's a whole separate. Maybe that's animal. something that they've set up with the 
the, the developers or yeah since they're yeah. selling their games whereas twitch isn't selling their games so it doesn't really matter yeah if but, they burn bridges you know but that is a good question about, about steam os because i there is i remember over the summer i tried to put steam os on my macbook and it was a mega fucking hassle um, would you do it through like a vm or something or? no i would have had to reformat my entire macbook you can't do, do it through it. a vm no, not that I could figure out. Hmm. I mean, it was really, really like low. Like you have to download a disk through a Linux kernel and burn it, and then figure it out. Jesus. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't above me, but it was one of those things where about six, like three hours into working on it, I was like, I, I can't spend four more hours just to have fucking Steam OS. Like, right. especially where I'd have to dual boot because I've got to be able to run the podcast. It wasn't. That's dumb. Um, and I know, I mean, their Steam streaming is still going where you can, like, with my MacBook, I can stream a game on Steam from my PC and use my PC as the back-end processing. The the one thing with that is you have to, I mean, you almost have to be hardlined onto the same network in order to get enough bandwidth to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still says, Steam op- Steam is coming to a new operating system, which is working, bringing available soon as a free standalone operating system. So it's been the same generic launch page since 2013. So bad. they're still working on it. I think that's something that maybe is not moving as f- not moving forward as fast as we want. But yeah, there's that. Well, because we had that huge debate about the Steambox thing and how that was going to. That's when Rich said he would never buy a console. Right, yeah, and then he bought like consoles. How it was or wasn't going to change everything, and it just it's. Yeah, he bought all three of them, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's got all the next gen. He's ahead of me in that. I I'm buying an Xbox One this summer, this fall, this this winter, so that I can play Killer Fucking Instinct. I don't know what I'm buying. You don't yet. have any reason <laughs> to buy a Nintendo, do you? I I, re- I really don't. My 3DS handles all that for me. Yeah, because and that's one thing I thought was odd that they did the Smash Brothers and uh, 3DS and Wii U. Yeah, it's, and, it felt like they were going to split their audience that way because well, it's I, the same game. But like, you can integrate your 3ds into the Wii U. Like, sure. you can use. But like, I haven't seen any real but success why? from that. Right, and that's that's the problem. Is like, there was a lot of people on Twitter like, how do I fucking do this? Well, oh, see, why? like the the amiibo. While that's fun and cool, and I think kids will love it. If I can set up an amiibo to be that Mario, why don't I just set up the character to have a special Mario and then I play as it? Right, exactly. So I think. I think there's some stuff Nintendo's working on, but at the same time, they they're did, doing awesome. Their Mario Kart yeah. DLC was mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Yeah, and they're actually so tonight while we're recording this, which will be three weeks ago or what the fuck ever, mm-hmm. it might even be longer than that because looking at the podcast feed, I think we have another two episodes to go up. Nope, one nope, more will go oh, up on more? Monday. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, they won Developer of the Year at the Game Awards. Nintendo did. They did for which game? Uh, just Developer of the Year in general. Like they won the Best Developer of 2014. They put out some solid games: 3D World, Mario Kart, and Smash Brothers. Yeah, I feel like it was a bit stacked against other developers, though, because it's like, well, I mean, fucking Nintendo has done first party for years, but... Well, we could get into the debate about it. I don't know that we we'll even have time ID. to do it, but nah. the, like, first party, or triple uh, A titles are just shit anymore. Mm-hmm. You look at what happened with Assassin's Creed Unity. Like, all these games that they're pushing the developers to finish it within a time frame that they can release a game every year, so they have to ship broken games. And why that's bullshit is I don't want to pay $60 for a game that's broken, that I have right. to wait two months of patches. Look at Master yeah. Chief Collection, say, right? Master yeah, Chief collection, and the problem yeah. with which that was too contracted is... out each version. Jesus. One, two, three, four was all contracted to different people, and then three, four, three had to stick them together. Yeah, and, and they failed. E- and what's even crazier is we were going to do a Black Friday episode of VID, but we all ended up just calling in on account of like it's fucking the holidays. But <laughs> like we were all talking about our Black Friday shopping, and one of the guys on the cast, Steve, was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I picked up Assassin's Creed Rogue," and we all went, "What?" He's like, yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue, you know, that Assassin's Creed game we all went, fuck it, what? And literally in the crazy holiday releases of all the games hitting shelves, 
it was the three. It's a 360 and PS3 only Assassin's Creed game. That's like a side story. I hadn't even heard of this. Exactly, and it came out. I mean, and it has fucking Assassin's Creed. Like, but that that in my mind that goes to show the same thing. Is like, well, it's got Assassin's Creed. We can make money. Let's push it the fuck out to market. And and in my mind, I'm like, holy shit! Like, why didn't you use the studio that built Rogue to help fix all the problems with Unity? You know, and it it's this problem that uh, it's you know the big box gaming. You know, Nintendo has the benefit of saying, you know what. Smash Brothers isn't ready. We're mm-hmm. gonna we'll put it out at the end of 2015, and people will buy it. Yep. And it's not to say that it's helped the Wii U a whole lot. It's not hurting it, but you have the opposite problem where people have bought Xbox Ones or PS4s or whatever mm-hmm. to get into that, but then the games they're getting fed are shit. Yeah, and that's and, and honestly, like I feel like most of the good titles I've played on my next gen console this year have been indie, and I mean oh, that's a yeah. that's a very common theme. All the developers, you know, indie is like a buzzword now, but really like. But they could take their um, time to finish it mm-hmm. and put it out right instead yeah. of we have to hit this deadline so we can hit November and get the November sales. Mm-hmm. And one of like the best Black Friday deals I got was I bought Transistor for seven fifty. I've been waiting to buy that game for a long time, but I wanted to buy it on sale. That and Child of Light. Um, for those that don't know what Transistor is, it's a game made by the same studio that did Bastion. I'm not familiar um, with Which Bastion. is a gorgeous kind of a top-down RPG action game. Um, it was on like 360 PC. Oh, yeah, Bastion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Transistor is really – the combat system is a little weird, and I'm still adjusting to it. But, I mean, it's gorgeous. Like, basically – you start out and there's like this beautiful soundtrack and you you think you're some kind of a performer and you've got this giant fucking computerized sword that kills shit. Mm-hmm. And you have to just figure out you have different moves, you junction moves up, you unlock more commands, but when you're com- the combat system is you hit R2 and it freezes time and then you have like an you have like action meter and you use that meter to set certain attacks against these like viruses hmm. and to kill all the viruses and you can only move a certain amount and but it's, so it's kind it's, of like a puzzle strategy game. Yeah, and it's this gorgeous, brightly colored game. The music is incredible. The characters are really interesting. The narration is really good, and it kind of drives you. And the narrator is the sword talking to you. Oh, and, cool. and the sword calls you red because you have red hair. And it's like, and talking about how like the city used to be beautiful. And it, it's just really compelling. And it's this really cool story. And I'm actually really sad that I waited so long to buy it. You know, And even though, like I said, I was waiting for a deal just because I buy games on deals. But you know, like it, super cool. And that's I agree, and that's yeah. like the indie games. Whereas the AAA games, it's getting more difficult to trust them on launch, and especially with mm-hmm. how quickly because you have a Battlefield game out every other year or a, yep. a Call of Duty game out every other year. Yep. Why pay sixty dollars for this mm-hmm. game when I can pay forty and well, a and month? games are devaluing or devaluing so quick. I mean, I bought Titanfall for PC well, for to, five bucks this weekend. To be the the AAA title games on Xbox and PlayStation. I'm still paying full price for fucking Wii games. Mm-hmm. Like Mario Galaxy 2, I think, is still $40. And I think oh, yeah, it definitely yeah. is. And that's Nintendo's stubbornness. It really is. And and good on them for being stubborn. But at the same time, like, I think it's a problem the industry is going to have to deal with eventually. And sooner than later. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, well, at a certain point, people are going to stop. I, mm-hmm. I know I've stopped buying games as soon mm-hmm. as they come out. Yep. I bought Destiny because I trust Bungie and... Even though I didn't like everything about the game, it wasn't broken. The game worked. Well, and I'm trying to think of a game this year that I bought and was like, holy fuck, that was worth every goddamn penny. And it's been... See, I feel that Destiny's not perfect, but I have gotten my money's worth out of that game. I'd agree with that. I think from a time perspective. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, I mean, between being a husband a dad having a full-time job like all this stuff like i don't get a ton of downtime mm-hmm. right and when i do it's gen like especially like when i'm talking like a 
you know, Monday through Thursday, you know, mm -hmm. it's the easiest thing to do is to jump online and play video games with my right. friends, right? So, I mean, and Destiny's a game that, like, I look forward to. I mean, that, that I've planned nights around before. So, I mean, now that's, I, but I agree with you. I feel like that, that right now that that's the exception, not the rule. Yeah. You know, where it used to be, you know, I remember back, like, uh, in the heyday of the 360, if you remember, like, this is back when even you were playing Call of Duty uh, with Modern Warfare. Yeah, right. You know, we had Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We were playing Halo. We were, like, there's all these fucking games out that we were playing and stuff. And now yeah, it's we're like... bouncing between a few of them. Yeah. yeah. And and then now it's like we played Titanfall for the first little while with the Xbox One. That but, one died really quickly. That one died super fast. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't have a lot of desire of to go back it. to it. I think and, it didn't have a lot of variety was the problem. Yeah. yeah like, well, it kind it was of... was a fun got, gimmick, but... And like I said, it I felt repetitive. Mm -hmm. And it's like, my understanding is they've released some DLC and stuff for it, which is... Which is great. I mean, I haven't dabbled but, in any of it, but but again, that you could buy. So Titanfall came out last year with Xbox One. You could buy Titanfall with all the DLC for fifteen bucks this last week. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. And that well, was and, you and know, on PC, hundred dollars yeah. worth of content. One on PC, this the game no DLC was five. So I bought it on Origin for five bucks, and I've actually been playing it, and it's fun as hell. You know, and that, but it's and, also my first go at it since the beta. It's so. a great arcade game, yeah. but it's it, it it gets a little bit frustrating when that kind of stuff happens too quickly. Mm -hmm. because you're like, I just shelled out exactly. all this money for it. And I don't then... see Destiny doing that too crazy outside of like a Black Friday deal. Um, I, I know I'm a Nintendo fan, so it's easier for me to say this. I would I would say that Mario Kart and 3D World, I felt like I spent my 60 bucks well. Yeah. Um, Smash Brothers is hard for me because I don't get into the challenges as much, but I enjoy you guys coming over. So after we played a few times, I'd probably feel yeah. more confident in it. But yeah. AAA titles, I just... The ne the only next the next game that I would buy that's a AAA title that I will buy day one and know will be fucking amazing will be the new Batman game, the Arkham Knight. Oh, for sure! Oh, that looks so good. Oh, That'll be so fucking, fucking awesome. Good. And yeah, they I'm said that day one. You know, we you, we've got this filler developer to do Origin. It sucked. You guys want us to release this in Halloween? We're not doing it. We need more time next year, and I think it's June. So they asked for another seven months, and oh, it's wow. going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm I so like when games get game. delayed personally because it's like, well, yeah, it means the studio like, has the sack to give you a good title. Is what it means. Yeah, yeah. they're not shoveling. But even like even uh, um, Halo Five that's coming out, like I'm a little apprehensive about that. You know, well, Four mm. was already kind of botched a little bit. Yeah, and then now the Master, Master Chief, Chief collection, collection was, was a super fucking botched. train wreck, and it still is. Yeah, it's still they still haven't fixed it. Well, and I think the problem with the Master Chief collection is they were just quick cash grab. I mean, they announced that in fucking E3 and released it five months later. I think part of the reason, too, is because they didn't have a Halo title to release. Mm -hmm. So they're getting in the AAA bullshit, too, where we have to put something yeah. out every year. Um, yeah, I don't know. And even Chris, like who's been on the podcast and is a fanatic for Halo, has said, he's like, I'll get it, but I don't... Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And I'm surprised that he's been in Destiny as much as he yeah, has. Yeah, I thought for sure that we were going to lose a Destiny teammate. Well, it's been broken, yeah. I guess, so he couldn't play it. Yeah. Where, where are we at on time? Uh, we got to wrap things up. Okay, so I'm going to go through a couple quick notes, and okay. then we can be done. So a couple things. Um, as of the recording of this, the PlayStation experience is happening right now. Um, a lot of stuff you need to be looking at. In Vegas. In Vegas. Um, the No Man's Sky just released a new trailer, which looks fucking gorgeous. I'm watching it right now with Kylie. Um, no Man's Sky, indie game, 
um, PlayStation is going to be publishing, but essentially you get dropped on a fucking planet, and that's where you start. And everyone's on random planets. It's all procedurally generated, so the world is completely unique every time. Looks amazing. Um, Street Fighter V teaser came out at about 4 o'clock this morning, got leaked. Um, PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation 4 exclusive and PC exclusive. What the fuck? For what? For Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V. Oh, shit. PS4 is the only But is it just a timed exclusive? I don't know. They didn't say. I'm willing to bet probably. But at the same time, that's huge. And the cool thing is is the teaser trailer is focusing on the competitive gaming. Like the, The teaser trailer talks about they show Moment 37 from Evo, which that's the moment where um, Daigo Umahara parries like every single hit of a super move from Justin and then wins it. Which is, that. it that's the moment that like catapulted fighting games into into like the mainstream. Um, so that they show a lot of that. They show um, I think they show Justin Wong winning Marvel. They just show a whole bunch of stuff and show that like this is what we're about. Hmm. So that's going to be huge. Um, they're doing all kinds of cool stuff. The other news is they're fucking doing King's Quest again. And the trailer, <laughs> Kylie, what did the trailer look like? It looked fun. It looks like something I would probably want to pick yeah, up. Yeah, I think he was looking for a little more enthusiasm. No, there. seriously, like that's yeah, fucking that awesome. Fuck yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the thing, King's Quest. You guys don't understand though. King's Quest, like, and looking at it when they're showing like the trailer, they show the character go through like the underworld where the goblins and trolls live, and they show oh, him shit, going goblins? through the door. Oh yeah, there's goblins. They <laughs> that, show him. That's your buzzword. They show him <laughs> going past the dragons. Like, it's, holy fuck, goblins! It's, goblins. <laughs> it's it's Take definitely being made by a studio of people that loved the King's Quest games back in the day. So go hit up the PlayStation blog, look at that stuff. We'll probably be posting a bunch of it to the site. There's also a new Bloodborne trailer that they're releasing at the PlayStation Experience. Um, I really feel like 2015 will be a really good year for software because we're finally, we've shaken out all the kinks in next gen, I believe. They've gotten a lot of the software patches done, and I really feel like you're going to see a lot of killer, killer software next well, year. Well, there was just so. a, there was just recently an article talking about specifically the Xbox One and the PS4 and how much, how far they've come mm-hmm. since their launch and how much better of a console they are today. Mm-hmm compared to launch and no. i think they're only going to get better i mean xbox i i can't speak for ps4 because i don't have one but the xbox one i mean they're pushing content out to that yeah regularly now if only i could you know put a movie on a thumb drive and plug it into my ps4 and watch it it would finally be that media center they promised me so maybe one day never so, probably not never um, but yeah so a lot of cool stuff happening i mean it's december so it's slime oh the last thing too because this will be going on when this episode airs uh playstation network holiday sale big sales every week right now there's a whole bunch out um biggest in my opinion the biggest bundle which if you haven't bought it you missed it but dragon fantasy book one and two for eight bucks super great rpg classic throwback tyson you should end it with a uh, a going quote to. from okay I'm so we're going to end our, our recording with a quote from sex tips as soon as tyson finds one i'll just keep talking about video games playstation um, got hacked playstation got, sony got hacked specifically. sony got hella hacked did they so did microsoft oh, yeah, oh, the they DDoS, DDoS on Micro. On Xbox that was, you know what sucks about that is my wife was out doing shit, and Jimmy called me, let's play fucking Street Fighter. And he and I both spent like 45 minutes like resetting our networks and troubleshooting shit just yeah, to find out it was a fucking DDoS. Too. Well, yeah. what's bullshit is that Microsoft didn't even know what was going on no, for like didn't. an hour and a half. Like You could check. like I You go to Microsoft site to see if Xbox Live yeah, is up. It, and it was up and running. But, it was up and but running? their official Twitter support site was acknowledging that it was down. Oh, was, was it? See, thing. I should have looked at Twitter because I, I finally Googled, is Xbox Live down? And a third-party site was like, something's fucked up. Look at these stats. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're down. Yeah, no, the <laughs> third-party site was experiencing it, but also Xbox supports okay, official cool. Twitter. That's what I usually also acknowledging it. So but I should have looked at that. But there's like well into it because Lucas and I were 
trying to play Destiny that night together, and we ended up just... We didn't know if it was yeah. Destiny Which, or Xbox Live. And, with yeah. my new career, the amount of cool shit I've learned about DDoS and that type of stuff is really neat. But anyway, that's another day. So, so I'd like to leave you with this. It's fun to have sex in the bath. You can pretend you're Aquaman, except you're getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, the Bohemian Brewery, located in Midvale here locally in Salt Lake City, Utah. Or <laughs> in Midvale in Salt Lake City, Utah. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. In Midvale, Utah. SuperheroStuff.com and Secret Compass Collectibles at Secret Compass Online. Thank you very much to Danielle for joining us for this group of uh, episodes. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Whoop. It's been a blast. Hello, SweetiePodcast.com. Find them on Stitch, Twitter, Facebook. Twitter. Inst- Wait. I said that. Stitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram you think Pinterest. Know I know, Google. right? The Pinterests, Googles. You actually can find my Pinterest. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Pinterest. Your Pinterest would probably scare me. It probably would. I know. <laughs> all right. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, be sure to check out all our sponsors and the Hello Sweetie podcast. Catch you guys all next time. Next year. Catch Woo! on the flip side. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. As always, you can check us out on iTunes. Please listen and rate. You can also find us on Stitcher. And be sure to check out our good friends at Entertainment is Dead and the Full of Sith Podcast. And a special thanks to our good sponsors at Secret Compass, who you can find at secretcompassonline.com.